One of them's got a face for radio, and the other is blind as a bat. You be the judge of which is which. It's TM5, sponsored by Hannah Strawn Realty. Dan Marino should rot in hell. Nobody knows anything about brain. America! Who wants some Arnie Palmies? Everybody love everybody! Jesus, what happened to your face? Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Do you not realize I have had diarrhea since Easter's? Georgia and welcome into the morning five podcast today is Thursday December 7th and we are 18 days away from Christmas baby yeah we are yeah we are 18 days man dude I I got to see a a picture of your house the over the weekend in, in Bravo sir yeah, yeah, it looks it, it looks okay. It, it, to, to I guess to the to somebody who didn't have the vision that I had in my head to my house, it looks all right. But like you know how I am, man. Like I, it, it, you know, there there's places on my house that don't have Christmas lights on it, and there are spots in my yard where you can see the grass, and there's not a blow up. So it's not as big this year as as I initially wanted it to be. But um, but yeah, it looks it looks okay. You know how I am, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But it, you did a good job, man. It looks good. Yeah, it looks good from uh, the outside. Yeah, you know, and and for your vision, you know, that your vision isn't you know public. So for, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, l- luckily a lot of the things that I think about stay in my head and they don't go out to the public. So that's a that's, um, you know, that's, that's a positive. Very good. But uh, but yeah, that tree, you know, the tree that was lit up over in the side. I don't know if Emily caught everything, but there's there's a little tree over in the side. Next year, I want to have icicle lights hanging from that. Uh, I got a couple things in the windows that aren't lit up yet because I can't figure out where the hell to plug them up at. Uh, I don't have any free outlets anymore. Um, And what a dude. Did you see the American flag that Emily did? I did. That was all Emily, man. We came home and she had it like that, and I was like, "That looks phenomenal." Um, yeah. And uh, I need to take a picture of Drew's house, dude. Drew's house is the one that looks. It looks amazing. It looks. So, I mean, he has. Drew probably has thirty inflatables in his front lawn. That's insane. It's nuts, dude. Yes. Yeah. And all different types all different sizes some of them are motorized and move around uh he did a phenomenal he's even has in one of his windows in the second level he has like an led screen on the window of like santa and mrs claus and the reindeer like waving and moving around and eating hot cocoa and stuff it's i don't know what it is where he got it or anything it's nuts it looks so good that is incredible yeah like does he have an umpire inflatable? Because that would be cool as hell. Oh, he does. You know what? I need to look for him one. I he, That's a good idea, dude. That is a really good idea. I need to look for him an umpire inflatable and see if it's... If there's one out there, he doesn't have one. I know he doesn't have one. If I can find one, I'm going to buy that for him for Christmas. That would be phenomenal, dude. That would be huge yeah, for him. I like that. Uh, 18 days away from Christmas. How, how are you looking on your Christmas list? You pretty, you pretty shopped out? Uh... Most of the stuff that I'm getting is is online, That's which is good. good. That's good. Um, I I don't I don't like going shopping shopping. You know what I mean? See, um, oh. you know, I would assume most people that listen to the podcast probably think I'm the exact way. Um, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to switch over to the other side, dude. On the shopping part, um, 
I'm I'm starting to like going and doing in-person shopping and trying to stay away from online shopping. I don't I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's like the nostalgic part of me getting close to middle age popping up and, and remembering how it was when I was a little kid. Like you go out and shop. I don't know if it's something like that, but I uh, I'm like Mark Griswold and you want to see the the pretty girl in the ex- shop. Exactly. You can't see the lines, Russ. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, and I don't know. Like that. Like I was shopping for ugly Christmas sweaters the other day and like you can buy any ugly Christmas sweater you want online but something about that I was like nah forget it I'll just go shopping on Sunday I'll like I'll go to the stores and go look for an ugly Christmas sweater um I don't know I I, I don't I don't know what's uh what's changing in me um but uh but I have having said that like from you as opposed to me because like I'm the of the two I know a lot of people don't really know Bryce as well as as I do, but it's probably a good thing. Bryce is very introverted and not a people person. <laughs> a million percent. <laughs> a million percent. He doesn't sound like it on this podcast. I talked to you. Like, I've uh, known you for 15 years. You know, we, we've known each other half of our lives. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> but when it comes to like actually being around people, not not so much. Yeah, Bryce, not the biggest Bryce fan of that one. Handle certain things, but yeah, I'm I'm more leading towards online stuff now yeah yeah if i know what i want i guess that's the difference if I, if I know what i want i don't mind online shopping but if i'm just browsing i don't know i just like to be in the uh be in the store and, and looking around i don't know just uh just a little something a little something something uh billy today is national pearl harbor remembrance day uh it is yeah it's the it's the day we remember pearl harbor every morning i wake up on december 7th I listened to the speech that was given. It's actually the speech is actually given tomorrow. Um, you know, this day will live in infamy. It's a great speech, man. Uh, it's. It, I've watched a bunch of documentaries and stuff on Pearl Harbor and everything. And you, and you think about like just the normal people that were there, you know, eating lunch, you know, out on a picnic, uh, driving their car around or something like that, just on a normal, you know, beautiful day, going through their lives. And, uh, you know, got Japanese Empire came and, you know, bombed us. Um, I I watched some very interesting documentaries talking about how it could have been a lot worse than it really was because of what ships were and were not in the harbor and what ships were and were not uh, in in the direct path of torpedoes and bombs and stuff like that. Um, It's a it's pretty interesting, man. That's that's on my bucket list is to get out to Hawaii and and go to the um you know go to the memorial and stuff i think i would become incredibly emotional i, being I able think to so too i that. agree yeah um that's just me um but yeah i i'm one of those nerdy historians too like i love history especially you know big history that's happened in america and and you know, it's it's still shocking to me that Ben Affleck is looks as good as he does after being at Pearl Harbor. That's you know crazy. What I mean? Back in the forties, man. I mean, that's all we're getting. We're getting. Think about this, Billy. This this will blow your mind. We're not far away from the one hundredth anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Oh, wow. I mean, it, it's not. It's you know, it's not that far away. That, that start like if you really start thinking about it, and this is the and we are getting way off track. Here, well, it's it, our it podcast. Who the hell? Can, we don't have anything fun to talk about today, really. Anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, when you really think about it, the historic side of things in the twenties, 
really history the the only historical big thing that happened in the 20s was the uh the crash yeah right yeah crash of, of the wall, wall street. street yep that was it and that's a hundred years ago that's and crazy insane Oh, uh, speaking of going back in history, uh, this this song uh, again. We are going tangent, tangent, tangent. Here we go. That's fine. That's that, um, we, Matt and I thought about changing the name of Track Talk to the Tangent because that's ninety percent of what we just go off on random tangents. We uh, I, I saw a TikTok yesterday and I almost sent it to you. Uh, it was a guy talking about how um, in Christmas Vacation, right? You know when Clark is watching the videos. Um, yeah. That, the videos are from 1950-something, right? Yeah. The movie was made in 1989, so it was 34 years prior. Okay. Oh, wow. If if you go back 34 years from today, it's 1989. Yeah, that makes sense because I'm 34 and I was born in 89. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's yeah, pretty that, crazy. There That'll make you feel old. I I heard something about like that on uh, Back to the Future. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was it was sort of that same scenario, um, Back to the Future wise. Yeah, like you go back to Back to the Future was 1985, goes back to 1955. That was 30 years. If you go from 1990 or 2023 to we're talking 1993, 1993. That doesn't seem that long ago. Oh my god, that's nuts, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Billy, today is also National Cotton Candy Day. Are you a fan of cotton candy? Not at all. I am not either, dude. I, bleh, I can't. Great sugar that I am like, nope. Uh-uh. And not, it's sort not, of like sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. Yeah. I, yeah. Not a fan of cotton candy. Uh, also not a fan of the, uh, the of the Hawks losing again, 114 to 113 uh, last Bro. night. Um. I don't know how the hell oh. you don't call a foul on that last possession, on that last that last drive by Trey. Like, Trey I, I clearly got fouled. And if that was, you know, if that was LeBron, if that was Jokic, if that was Giannis, uh, if that was any of the other big superstars in the NBA, that's a million percent a foul. But they don't call it because it's Trey Young. Yep. Uh, the uh, the narrative, Atlanta, you know, of everyone hating Atlanta continues yeah. because, honestly, that was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. And there's no other explanation for it. Like that, that was clearly a foul. Yep. Um, if you don't think so, you're like, I want an NBA person who may not be a, a Hawks fan to tell me why that wasn't a foul. Explain to me why that wasn't a foul. And don't give me this. Oh, well, it's a judgment call. No, 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 no. Don't give me that BS. Tell me why that wasn't a foul because that was yeah was clearly a, foul. a million percent. A million percent, and I, I don't know. I just I feel like Trey doesn't get the same respect that all the other superstars around the league get. And uh, you know, I, there, there's an argument to be made that Trey's not a superstar. Whatever, I understand that, but like, still, I, just, I don't know. Last night was a frustrating game, dude. It's one of the worst offensive games we've played this year. We had a 109 offensive rating, uh, and it was worse than that going into the fourth quarter. We were one for seven for corner threes. We couldn't hit a corner three. To, to save our life right to save our life last night our offensive rating in the half court was an 88 it was below 100 
in the half court. That is the worst in the NBA. I, I don't know that for a fact. I'm going out on a limb, but I would be pretty confident saying uh, half court offensive rating in 88, probably the worst in the NBA. Our offensive sets last night were horrendous in the half court. The defense was actually decent last night. Had a 112 defensive rating. One of the better defensive games that I've seen from our Hawks this year, uh, especially before the last eight minutes of, of the fourth quarter, which that's probably the most important eight minutes of the entire game. But uh, we sort of uh, lost our defensive minds in the last eight minutes. We actually won the second quarter. I mean, when I was going back and looking at the stats, I was sort of shocked. Um, I knew we played great defense in the second quarter, but we won the second quarter 23-22. to 22. I don't think that's ever happened this entire year where we won an entire quarter because of our defense. Um, it, that, that, was, that was super positive. One of the other things that I don't know if I've ever seen out of the Hawks all of our starters, our bench got destroyed last night. That's the reason we lost, is our bench was absolute crap. They'd come on the court, and I, we'd immediately, if we had a lead, we'd give up the lead. It was really back and forth. Um, if we had a lead, we'd give up the lead. If it was a tie game, the Nets would pull, pull away. The bench was terrible. I don't know if I've ever seen the Hawks lose where all of our starters were positive and plus minus. Uh, Hunter was plus three. Sadiq was plus nine. Uh, Clint was plus three. Trey was plus three. DeJounte was plus two. All of our entire starting lineup was was plus, was positive in the plus minus, uh, and we still lost. Trey had a normal Trey game, 30 points, nine assists. DeJounte, 13 points, nine assists, 10 rebounds, sort of, you know, that triple-double threat every night. Nine, nine points, 12 rebounds from Clint. Um, it's kind of weird seeing Sadiq not play in the four role a lot. Uh, Wesley Matthews came in and played in some of that four role. That was, that was kind of odd seeing. Uh, short bench rotation, only four guys coming off the bench last night. I, I don't, you know, I'd like to see AJ come in and play a little bit. Maybe some Bruno Fernando, maybe expand that bench just a bit. Bogey had 20 off the bench. That, w- that was nice to see him come in and make an impact, but. Hey, Bryce. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about Bruno. We- <laughs> That's a really good movie. You know, it's a, uh, we're going off on another tangent here. You know, what's a really underrated Christmas movie, in my opinion. What's that? Fred Claus. Yeah, it's okay. I like it's, that movie. It's okay. I think I, watch, it, I think it's very underrated. Part two last night, and, and again, I think I'm disappointed in that one. Which one? Santa Claus two. I you know. I don't know if I've ever watched that. It, there's a robot Santa, and it's just a robot Santa. Dude, it's it's stretching. It's it's awful. The hell's a robot Santa? Dude, it, it's awful. Okay. Um, so Tim Allen's in it. It's just, it's weird. And it's just awkward. I, I don't know. All right. No, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Santa Claus, too. But yeah, Fred Claus, super underrated. I watched, uh, I watched, we watched Fred Claus last night with the kids, and I forgot, I forgot how underrated I feel like uh, that movie is. I think it's super underrated. All right, so the Hawks lose last night. Billy, we're getting into bowl season, and there's a bunch of weird bowls out there, but I I brought up a couple, and I just want to get your opinion on if there's any juice in these games. Are you going to watch it? Are you excited about these bowl matchups here? All right, you ready for them? Sure. All right, the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl between Iowa and Tennessee. Here's the thing. And I think you've broken me. Okay. Because I've been friends with you for long enough, and you've you've gotten me into the whole betting world. I've worn you down. 
my first inclination when I hear this was, "What's the uh, what's the over under?" Oh, you are a dirty. <laughs> that's that's awful, Billy. These are two good teams playing each other. Yeah. And the fact that uh, I was pulling up and looking for the exact same thing as I was talking, uh, thirty five and thirty five and a half is the over under for this game. Oh yeah. I wonder what the team. I wonder what the team over under is for Iowa. Oh, they don't have it yet. Oh. Yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna watch this Iowa versus Tennessee? Uh, I, I don't know. When it, When is it? Mm, hell, I don't know. Uh, hold on. Uh, whoops. Let's not on. If I have a game call. Depends on. It is. Oh, it's a. It's a. Uh, it's it's a Citrus Bowl. It's a. It's a New Year's Six Bowl. Oh yeah. Monday, January first. Yeah, yeah I, I might watch it. Yeah. Okay. How about the Relia Quest Bowl between Wisconsin and LSU? Not interested in that one at all. I will LSU's only watch this one. I will only watch this one if Jalen Daniels plays. Yeah, it was LSU's going to beat the hell out of Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to beat the hell out of him. But I want to watch Jaden Daniels one more time. Uh, the Transperfect Music City Bowl between Auburn and Maryland. That one might be interesting, honestly. Two crappy teams. Uh, yeah, well, I've seen Maryland, and Maryland gave—I don't want to say gave us a little bit, but they did. Um, I would like to see what they do against a middle of the pack. Even though a lot of people think Auburn's bottom of the pack of the SEC, I think Auburn gave Georgia a scare and Alabama a scare. Yeah. So I would love to see what Maryland does with them. Saturday, December thirtieth at two p.m. Uh, how about the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl between Oregon State and the Golden Domers of Notre Dame? That's not a real bowl. It is. There's no. No. It is. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. And who is it? Notre Dame and who? Uh, Notre Dame and Oregon State. Not interested. 2 p.m. Friday, December 29th at 2 p.m. I would assume we will be busy uh, that Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I think. I think. Um, Arizona versus Oklahoma in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Mm, no. Yeah, this, Not interested. this was probably going to be past my bedtime. It starts at 9.15 on a Thursday. Oh, hell no. <laughs> the Tax Act Texas Bowl, Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State. That one might be interesting. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I want to see who's all playing for Texas A&M. Texas A&M, a lot like Ohio State, losing a ton of kids into the portal. Uh, is Elko on the is Elko on the sidelines? I, I would assume so. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Um, where are we at? All right, the Direct TV Holiday Bowl between Louisville and USC. Not interested. Yeah, that's no juice. No juice in that one. I'm yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. I don't. I don't really care to watch that one. Uh, maybe, maybe because USC is going to be the Big Ten, maybe next year. Um, but, but no, the one honestly, this is the one that I'm most excited about, and that I will 100% watch. Uh, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl between James Madison and Air Force. That'll be interesting. That'll I think that's going to really, be a good game, dude. That? Um, that is Saturday, December 23rd at 3:30 p.m. So it's during Christmas break. Bingo. Uh, yes, please. Yeah, at 3:30. Um, and, and two and two very, very evenly matched teams, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that one, dude. I'm, 
I think that's going to be a good game, a really good game. Uh, the next one, the Myrtle Beach Bowl between uh, <clears throat> Ohio and Georgia Sewerthen? 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 I don't know. Some team from Statesboro. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm interested in that one. I think it's going to be good. Uh, Georgia Southern uh, versus Ohio. And only because we want to give Casey Bass hell. That's right. It's, it's, it's age old battle. Georgia versus Ohio. All right. Ohio won the first battle in the Civil War. Sherman came down here and burned everything down. Uh, and then <laughs> Georgia got their revenge last year in the CFP. I think it'll be a good game. <laughs> You're going to piss off some Southern people when you talk about that. I don't care. <laughs> they weren't around. Why do they care? That was 300 years ago. Um, or 200 years ago. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think those are two evenly matched teams. That's getting closer and closer, buddy. Uh, the Yeah, let's keep adding. Let's keep adding. The longer we wait, the more accurate my counts get. Uh, the, uh, the Verbo Fiesta Bowl between Liberty and Oregon. Yeah, the only reason I want to watch this um, is because I want to watch Oregon beat the hell out of. You think that's going to happen? I do. This is where I yeah. think. This is where I think smaller teams have the advantage. This is Liberty's national championship. Oregon's season is over. Anybody who is good for Oregon that's that's going into the NFL isn't going to play in this bowl. But like Liberty's not going to have anybody opt out of this game. Liberty's going to. Oregon's going to get Liberty's best shot. Oregon's on a, you know, I think this is going to be a lot closer than you think. Let's see what the odd makers say about this game, um, because I am also a D-Gen. Uh, that's the Oregon State game. Uh, Oregon, holy crap, Oregon's favored by 15 and a half. I might take Liberty in that. Give me give me Liberty and over two touchdowns? I don't mind that at all, man. Um, the next one, the Capital One Orange Bowl between Georgia and Florida State. No, I I don't I don't think I care about this game. I don't think I care about this game. I don't think fans care about this game. I don't think the teams care about this game. I don't think the coaches care about this game. I'll be completely honest with you. It would not shock me if both teams forfeited this game and just said we're not showing up and we're not playing in it. That's not happening. They canceled. That's they happening. canceled the press conference. Uh, Norvell and uh, Kirby Smart. Both said they weren't going to do the press conference. They canceled the coach's press conference for this. Uh, yeah, that's that's a whole nother yeah. level, though, because of what happened. But um, the last one, the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl between Old Miss and Penn State. A thousand percent in on this. Yeah, I think this is going to be great. I honestly think the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. This would be fun to go to. This one. I don't like either team, but I think this would be a good game to go to. I, honestly, I think the two best bowls are going to be the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl and the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I think those are going to be the two best bowls that you will watch this year as far as two closely competitive teams. I'm assuming you're not, you're just didn't mention the Cotton Bowl for honor reason. Uh, I don't know who's playing with that. Yeah. Yeah. To hell with yeah. Cotton Bowl. Yeah, Cotton Bowl, Ohio State versus... I don't... Geez. I'm watching it. I will sit here and say I won't watch it up until game day when I actually flip it on and watch the stupid damn game because I'm a... It, why is Chip Trainum in the transfer portal? I don't know, buddy. Why is, why is half of our freaking team in the transfer we portal? We have like 18 kids in the transfer portal. 
insane. Um, Billy, let's get a betting favorites. I got some. Uh, I got some betting odds here in the oh. NFL. Mostly just just individual awards, and you just tell me if you like any of these odds. So MVP, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy right now tied at plus three hundred. Jalen Hurts right behind him at three fifty, and Patrick Mahomes at a plus six fifty. Where did you say that uh, Lamar is? Lamar Jackson is at a plus nine fifty. Him and Tua are tied. I would put, I would put money down if I'm going to put a little softer and chilling down. I'm going to put it down on Lamar or Tua. I'm I'm with you. Two. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think both of them have a very good shot, and I like where they sit as far as odds at a plus nine fifty. I honestly, no, uh, offense, it, no offense to your Dak, but no, I mean, no, 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 no. Well, we've seen we've seen what Dak does later on in the regular season, like. <laughs> We've hey, so we've so we know the song and dance, pal. We've we've been through this. We know what goes on. Um, I, I'm with you. And then we talked about it yesterday. C.J. Strad at a plus two fifty, or excuse me, at a, at a plus twenty five hundred um, for MVP. It's not a bad bet. I don't think he's going to win v, win MVP, but the return on that's pretty nice. Um, yeah. Offensive Player of the Year. I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't understand how they get these odds. Um, tight. I. Explain to me how Tyreek Hill can be minus 200 for Offensive Player of the Year, but Dak Prescott is a plus 10,000 for Offensive Player of the Year. But Dak Prescott is the favorite to win MVP, and he's an offensive player. Doesn't make sense. But Tyreek is having a hell of a season. He is. He is. A hell of a season. Um, Tyreek Hill is at at a minus 200. Christian McCaffrey is at a plus 170. Those are really the only two guys in the running for Offensive Player of the Year, and CeeDee Lamb is in third at a plus 2,500. CeeDee Lamb's having a nice year, uh, but it's not, it, a, it's not a Tyreek Hill year. Is it just me, or is Tyreek Hill having, like, a historic season? You know what I mean? Like, his, Yeah, yeah. But he's is pretty damn strong. I, you know what? That's a, that's a good shout. I'll have to look up. I'll have to compare sort of what he's doing this year with, with with some other great years like he's he's uh he's at 1481 receiving yards 12 tutties he's he's averaging 123 yards per game that's just nuts it's pretty strong that's a uh, that's pretty strong he's averaging is this right he's averaging 15 yards Good lord, he's averaging fifteen point nine yards per reception. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's absurd, dude. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to do that. I'll have to look up. I'll have to compare his uh, his yards with some of the uh, some of the all time greats. Um, defensive player of the year: Micah Parsons at a plus one hundred, Miles Garrett at a plus two hundred, and TJ Wise at a plus three twenty. Yeah, I think Marco Parsons has this one. I do too. I think he has this one wrapped up, especially as well as the Cowboys are playing. Um, if they can get a win against the Eagles, I think I think he wraps it up. If he has a big game against the Eagles, I think he wraps it up. In uh, Coach of the Year, Dan Campbell at a plus two hundred, D'Amico Ryan's at a plus two thirty, Shane Spikeman at a plus five fifty, and Mike McDaniel at a plus six hundred. Uh, so. Here's the thing. Dan Campbell is one of my favorite coaches in the NFL right now. Samesies. Um, he's doing a hell of a job. Um, but I'll give D'Amico Ryans props, man. Yeah. Um, this, this Houston Texans team was not expected to be where they are right now. Billy, I and thought they, they were going to pick first again in the in the draft this year. Uh, yeah. 
I did too. I mean, um, and they might win their division. The possibility. They're behind. They're behind Jacksonville now, right? Uh, they lost to them. They they should be, but Jacksonville don't have a quarterback no more. Um, yeah, they're they're tied with the Colts. They're seven and five. So are the Colts, and Jacksonville's eight and four. Um, so that that division is just as tight as the NFC South. And, you know, right now, if you look at that division, Jaguars, Colts, Texans, and Titans, who's got the best quarterback? <laughs> well, yeah. It's the yeah, Texans. It's, it's CJ Stroud. <laughs> yeah, CJ Stroud. So, uh, you know, if betting, fa- you know what? Let's do this. Let's click over here and see who is the betting favorite, real quick, to win that division. Um, uh, the Jags are right now at a minus two twenty. Texans are a plus three thirty to win that division. Mm. Okay, yeah, I, I I like him. I like him. I'm with you. I like I like MCDC. I love Mike McDaniel, but I, I'm going D'Amico Ryan's. I'm I'm voting for D'Amico Ryan's for Coach of the Year. Yeah. What's the uh, Rookie of the Year? I mean, obviously CJ Stroud has to be it, but what's how's what's the difference? Uh, rookie of the Year. Uh, NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, CJ Strad, right now is at a minus 9,000. Um, Holy shit. So, uh, Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, and Puka Nakua are all plus 3,000. Uh, yeah, so not a lot of return. Not a lot of return for your money right there. <laughs> all right. All right, so let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, nothing in the Marine South scoreboard. Nothing happened last night, so nope. we're good. Uh, moving on to the Smith's Four Coverings games and events calendar. Today, we have flag football playoffs. Central is in the flag football in the Elite Eight. They will face off against Whitewater in McDonough at 630. Let's so go. let's root on the Lions. Let's go. But, oh, yeah. I was saying let's go. Um, uh, let's, let's root on the Lions. I'll, I'll go talk with the Lions today. Um, I'm going to central media days today so it doesn't look like those games are gonna be on nfhs network today are you kidding me yeah um that's that's a shame uh where are they they're at mcdonough yeah let me see if mcdonough has like just sometimes they just put a generic thing on there and no, does not look like they're going to. Oh, here's the thing: if if I can get, I'll text uh, or I'll talk to Kelly Edwards today at Central. He, he's always there because his daughter Allie plays on the like football team. Oh, nice. Okay, so I'll see if we can get updates from. Okay, him. all right, good. Yeah, that's a shame, man. That's a shame. Uh, they, they, these are Elite Eight matchups. We're gonna have the Elite Eight in the Final Four today. Uh, and the fact that that's not televised, dude, that's 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 a real shame. That is a real shame. They were televised last year. They were in Flowery Branch last year. I mean, I like the idea of having them at high schools. Um, but let's let's get some coverage for these girls, dude. Flag football is fun, if man. They make it. When is their championship? It'll be December twelfth. Um, so next Tuesday at eleven a.m. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was um, hoping that, it was going to be December 11th so we could like call the game. Uh, you know, for right. But <laughs> but that luckily that will be televised. That'll be on GPB. Um, yeah. that'll that'll be televised. Uh, 
I'm telling you guys, if you haven't watched a flag football game yet, dude, it's it's exciting, man. Some of the rules are a little different. It'll take you a couple games to get used to it. Uh, but it's entertaining dude, as hell. It is, dude. It's so entertaining, man. We got into it last year, and uh, it's it. I, I'll be honest, it was way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. I had a great time following um, Central last year, Villarica last year, Carrollton last year. Like it was, it was so much fun. And it continued this year, dude. Um, so yeah, Central Central keeps winning, and they have a chance to try to exact a vi- revenge on Lithia Springs. Lithia Springs on the other side of the bracket, still in the playoffs as well. Uh, they were I really saying, wish that you guys had seen uh, what uh, like I was I was calling a game on Tuesday for Bowden and Mount Zion and I was getting text messages after of Bryce going Central's down Central's up Central's <laughs> it was just like <laughs> living and dying with every snap it was awesome it was great dude <laughs> it was uh it was nice it was it was nice so yeah I'll, if we find a way to watch that game tonight we'll we'll tweet it out we'll put it on all of our socials but. But right now, just a quick glance. I don't believe they'll be on. Uh, I don't be. I don't believe they'll be broadcast. Unfortunately, you need another cup of coffee this morning, man. Oh, do I ever? Let's, Let's hit it up. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with Century Twenty One Novus. The Yankees acquire Juan Soto in a seven-player trade with the Padres. That's a perfect spot for him. Think about his swing, Bryce, and think about that short porch in, at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. That's a perfect spot for him. Yep. Uh, wow. Yeah. Big trade goes down last night. The Yankees also receive outfielder Trent Grisham uh, from the Padres. In exchange, San Diego receives right-handers Michael King, Johnny Brito, and Randy Vasquez. Starting pitcher prospect Drew Thorpe and catcher Kyle Higashioka. And I believe, I believe that is it. Yeah. So big trade last night. Juan Soto goes to the New York Yankees. Are the Padres sellers right now? I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on with the Padres. I don't either. It's a lot. Uh, left-handed pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez, Erod, is uh, heading to the D-backs. They reach a four-year deal for $80 million. Good for Erod. Yeah. Go get that money, baby. Go get it. He was uh, 13 and nine last year with a 3.30 ERA in 152 and two thirds innings. So nice, nice big contract from Erod out there for the D-backs. Yeah. Uh, Iowa's Caitlin Clark reaches 3,000 career points. Bro, did you see how she did it? Yeah, she was a monster, dude. This a shot that she made to hit the 3,000 was Trey Young esque. It was near the timeline. Like, yeah, like she, her her teammate came across the timeline, got to the three-point stripe, turned around and tossed it back probably about five or six feet. And Caitlin Clark's there, and she just stops and pulls up and shoots a three and just nails it. She's a monster. Like, Good God. She is an absolute monster. She's a force. Uh, yeah, she's... Fantastic. Clark it, Clark finished that game with 35 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists. She becomes the first player in Division One history to achieve 3,000 career points, 750 career rebounds, and 750 career assists. Okay. <laughs> they, they've been playing women's basketball for a while. She is the first to ever get that. Insane, That's absurd. Man. Just absurd. Uh, former Jaguars employee accused of stealing over 22 million dollars and no it is not urban meyer what the hell 
Like, how does that happen? How do know. you steal $22 million? Uh, a former Jag- a, a former Jags uh, financial employee is accused of stealing over $22 million from the franchise over a four-year period by manipulating its virtual credit card program, according to documents filed this week in the U.S. District Court. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? That's insane. <laughs> Uh, he used his position as the sole overseer of the franchise virtual credit card program to fund a lavish personal purchases and cover up his theft. Jeez, man. That's <laughs> Bravo. Oh, man. <laughs> when this story broke, I really Bravo. hope it was Urban Meyer. <laughs> just go, just be funny. Uh, Billy, and today in 1939, Lou Gehrig, 36, is elected to Baseball's Hall of Fame. Well worth it. Yeah. Well worth it. One of the best. One of one of the greatest of all time. Growing up, he was my favorite baseball player. He was uh, Lou Gehrig was my favorite one. Never got to see him play or anything like that. But uh, we had a we had a old fashioned baseball game, and he was uh, he was my favorite player. Lou yeah. Gehrig. You got anything else to add today, man? Nope. Let's get out of here, brother. Let's get out of here on a Thursday. Friday, Junior. Tomorrow is Friday. Remember, folks, at noon today. It might as well be Friday, so go ahead and celebrate. It's all downhill towards the weekend's afternoon today. For Billy, I am Bryce. We will see you tomorrow morning on the Morning 5. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!